0: Welcome to the Talking Single podcast, a podcast featuring four strong, single and successful women raised between Lagos and London, but now all living in London. Each week, we share our stories and experiences about being women navigating life, love and everything in between. We address stereotypes, misconceptions and even burst some myths about singlehood and we do all that with a good dose of humour and a whole lot of style. I'm Crystal, the recovering love addict, and I'll be this week's host. Joining me are our other talking single ladies. Keisha, the cautiously uncoupled unromantic, wondering what the fuss is all about. Ribby, the cautious romantic, balancing life on her own terms. And Rashida, single, ready to mingle. Her heart is newly reopened for love. Our podcast is called Talking Single, simply because it's what we do and who we are. Enjoy. Hi everyone and welcome to the Talking Single podcast. I'm Crystal, your host today, and with me are co-hosts, Ribby. Hey, Ribby. Hey. Keisha. Hey. And Rashida. Hello,
1: everyone.
0: Today we'll be talking about self-love and we have a special guest, Irusi, aka Auntie Roo, aka Rusi Roo (laughs) Roo (laughs) Roo. And um, uh, Irusi's here to answer some questions about self-love. Hey, Irusi, welcome to Talking Single Podcast. Hello. Hey, lovely ladies.
2: Hello, Hey, welcome.
0: Welcome. We're excited to have you here. Erusi is a close friend of mine, and she's one of the ones I call when I want to have a great night out dancing. Um, We have rocked uh, many clubs, including in Santorini (laughs) with some Aussie boys. (laughs) Really? Mm. Some Aussie
2: footballers. (laughs) Well, mm. and Erusi, wink, wink, wink. I feel like
1: there's a story there. There's a story. Mm. There's a story there. Can we have but, a podcast episode for that story?
0: <laughs> we ju- let's just say we painted that town red. They will never forget us.
3: Crystal, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? And you said that with this great face. <laughs> um, there's other ladies who know the
0: stories. So yeah she can't deny but anyway today's not the day um she also came on a date with me once Um, (laughs) so that's the second story we need to hear but um i'm happy to say this story so met a guy online christian guy christian fuck boy at the end of the day oh my god (laughs) but at the the time he had a beard and you guys know how crazy i am for beards seems like a nice guy he's a christian i'm like oh yeah so he was like um i'd like to meet you but um i'm going to short it with a couple of friends bring a friend along so I thought, you know, who can I invite? Rusi, Rusi. So Rusi came down and
3: yeah, we had, it was a good, it was a good night. It was, it was a good date. Well, I can't yeah. speak for the date. It was a good night. <laughs>
0: it was a good night. We had fun. <laughs> we had fun. So she's a good wing lady, wing, wing woman. A great wing woman. So yeah, yeah that's Rusi. Um, So she's a HR professional and a self-development coach who is passionate about women especially black and minority women excelling in their in all aspects of their lives. She coaches women looking to make a life change or an improvement to their current experience. So, Irusi, do you want to tell us more about your uh, coaching
3: and stuff? Yes, definitely. Thank you for, for having me. Um, I'm really passionate about coaching and I think really coaching, what is it? Maybe let's start there. It's about having... A non judgmental conversation with someone. And I personally don't feel like we have enough spaces in our lives these days to have a conversation about our dreams, our goals, what we want to do without feeling like we might be judged for it. And so, as I coach um, in my conversations with my clients, my goal is not to give them advice, but it's to hold up a mirror to them so that they can see their life as it currently is Mm -hmm. and perhaps through our conversations help them to get to a place where they choose the path that they would like to go on in the future and in particular I think coaching is of benefits to everybody but I think it's something that we definitely need to normalize in the sort of wider BAME community if you like and we need to get to a place where we're starting to talk about coaching as we would talk about oh I had an amazing fitness session with my personal trainer. He kicked my ass in the gym, et cetera. We need to get to a place whereby we're saying I had a, you know, awesome coaching conversation with my coach and it highlighted some things in terms of my belief and patterns that I'm, you know, I followed in the past and what I'm doing right now. I think we need to get to a point whereby we start to have these conversations and we can express Um, conversations about our self-development and articulate ourselves well and I think coaching could be a useful tool to do that. Ah yeah that sounds that sounds really good like I've never um, had a personal
0: development coach or gone on to therapy but I think it's something we need to talk a lot more about in the black community as you said
3: yeah.
1: How did you get into coaching Roussy Roo?
3: Well, I've always been someone who's been fascinated by, you know, you know, say personal development. So I read a lot, um, all the, you know, uh, Stephen Covey books and things like that from my HR background in terms of leadership and mentoring. So I've always been someone who's been fascinated and interested in that. And I also have had a coach, so I know the benefits. So I can't, you know, preach about coaching, if you like, without having done the work. So work, I know yeah. what insights I've got from my own coaching experience, working with a coach for, you know, six months at the start of this year and things okay. like that, that it's done for me. And I, I just see it's it's an area that we could all benefit from. It's almost like if you, you know, uh, you know, there's a theory of, in, in coaching, I won't go too much into it, which says if we all had a conversation for, you know, 10 minutes every day with a lamppost, just, you know, just Wanted to get it out, just say and share whatever that was to a lamppost that we'd even find that conversation beneficial. Obviously, the lamppost. The neighbors won't.
1: might actually call the police when they see you every day.
3: <laughs> They might
1: do they see the- Roo every morning talking to the lamppost. They're like, I think she's gone mad. Yeah, th- they, they might. They 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 might.
4: If other people join in with her. <laughs> and, talk to the yeah. and you'll be like,
1: the pandemic's gone into Russie head. We need help. Send help at once.
3: Oh, I love it. I love it, guys. More. But no, you're right. There's a risk of doing that. So maybe do it at night time or, or do it when that's <laughs> even worse. Well now you're giving caveats. That's <laughs> even
4: worse.
1: At night time, they're like, ooh. Maybe she's going up to do crazy stuff. It's nighttime. She's lost her mind. Anyway, guys, seriously, Seriously. (laughs) I bring it
3: back. Rain (laughs) it in. (laughs) (laughs) The the premise really, guys, is that you have this conversation and because it's not non-judgmental, the lamppost is not going to judge you. Really? You did that? You said that? We can get it out. And that goes back to what I was saying about there are not enough safe spaces for us to just... Say, this is what I'm thinking. This is what I want to do. These are my dreams, my goals, my beliefs. But the lamppost is not going to answer back. So they're saying, at a minimum, even if we were doing that, that offers benefits. How much more you're working with a coach that has got an expertise, a focus in the area of mindset or whatever you want to work on, speaking to them, what benefit that would give you. So if you're going to even get benefit from talking to a lamppost, okay, caveat the you might look like a crazy person. But the the importance and the significance of having that relationship whereby you're, you know, having this ally, someone who's working with you towards your dreams and your goals could be useful. And so definitely I would I, you know, I'm such an advocate of coaching myself for obvious reason, because of the benefits I've seen for my life. But then I'll always encourage people to, you know, to 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 work with a life coach if they're ever able to do so yeah,
1: yeah. i feel yeah. coached already
2: i i really yeah. resonate with what you obviously because um i work in the corporate world and i coach um junior marketing professionals as they grow through their career and as you said you know especially when it comes to black women we don't have a lot of role models in the corporate world and the things that black women have to navigate all the stereotypes all the the, the drama the glass ceiling, it's so much harder, and so having a coach to, to kind of be that mirror as you go through and you navigate to kind of be your support is so important. I just wish there were more people like you to help women in whatever kind of life stage they were. I think it's brilliant. So, I'm really excited about what we're going to discuss today.
0: Yeah, I also think it's really because sometimes when you're talking to people, people don't necessarily listen to you especially when you're talking to friends who aren't trained in that way they're always interrupting you or trying to get their point so it's nice to talk to someone who is just listening to you and like really getting what you're trying to say so if if anything i think um you know having someone who's listening to you without any judgment or interruptions is always a good thing so thank you um So as we do with all our guests, I asked Arisi to send in her love persona. And here's what she said. She said, I am a jaded romantic. I was totally sold on love in Hollywood movies growing up. In fact, one of the biggest wishes is for someone to plan a date for me and say the classic line pick you up at 8pm baby
1: i'm so sorry that that illusion was shattered
0: i hope that has happened though i hope that has happened um yeah can you explain a little bit um Arusi?
3: oh i'm feeling slightly embarrassed by that oh, slightly only slightly because uh, you no, know I, I don't embarrass I don't... easily Um, but no, it hasn't happened yet. And I'm, I'm, let's just say I'm old enough. It hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Anyone has said that line to me, pick you up at eight. But I just feel like I'm a child of the eighties. They really did not give me they didn't set me up for success with this thing in dating yeah. in 2020. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're still trying to organize dates and it's like meet me here. I'm like, did you not watch those movies I watched? <laughs> Could you not just how difficult is it to organize something and say, oh maybe it's maybe it's my picker guys. Maybe I need to come on an episode and you guys, you know, talk to me. Maybe it's me picking the wrong people. But that classic line of pick me up at 8 pm, I'm still waiting to hear that. But it's the
4: thing need- is meet me at the tube station or meet me at the restaurant how does that work
1: you know what no but I think it might be because of the part of the world we live in in Nigeria I'd imagine that they'll would still up. happen
4: yeah because of still sure.
1: the um I mean knights on a white horse coming mm-hmm. to rescue the lady that is still well I might be wrong I'm sorry if I'm just generalising but I think that's more likely to happen in Nigeria so Brucey go to Nigeria <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'll show you what to do <laughs> Just, just basically, idea, basically, basically man
3: are waiting Ra- for you. Rashida is saying just go back home. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, great, great. So no, I think... <laughs> I, think, I, think you know, I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean it that <laughs> way. Yeah, and this this is October, Black History Month. Go back home, thanks.
1: <laughs> oh my God, I just committed black on black crime. I'm <laughs> oh sorry. <my> God. Shame <laughs> on you, shame
2: on you, Rashida. i sorry. Let me save the
1: girls. Let me save the girls and
2: say, I, I, I think there are a few guys that will still go the whole hog. They may not come and pick you at your house, but they can plan an amazing time for you. I think it's all about patience and, um, and kind of knowing what
3: you want, which I think you do. So it will happen when it's supposed to happen. No, no, it will happen. And I'm a woman and, and, and I'm sure it will happen. I'm just like, you know, but I think when you, when you ask the question of me, Crystal, and being a jaded romantic means I have experienced and who hasn't really the hard Mm. knocks in love and relationship. And I guess I'm more cautious now. As a result, and I have to be super, super careful because my tendency is to, you know, build castles, start planning scenarios when I've met someone and my head or oh, my heart tells me, Oh, you really, really like him, you like this one, and I'm already planning how I introduce him to my friends, you know. So now I've i I've i I've, I've learned and am learning that some things like love take time, there's no need to rush. And so I have to remind myself that what will be will be. So that's my definition of what it means to be a jaded romantic.
0: That's great. I mean, there's some of us, we're not even uh, tr- planning to introduce him to our friends. We're already buying the wedding dress, planning how cute the babies are going to look. So, <laughs> so I think you're doing all right, if that's, what, if that's all you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the topic for today is self-love. And I guess like me, you've all heard self-love on social media, loads of memes, everyone's saying, oh, I'm, it's self-love. It seems like um, recently it's become a bit of a buzzword. I especially am an advocate for self-love, but um, what I've come to realise personally is that no one person practices self-love the same. Everyone practices it practices it differently, uh, depending on their personality and on what stage they are in life. So, Erusi,
3: um, what is self-love? Self-love, to me, is simply genuine or authentic care for oneself. So, it is a person's regard for their own happiness. And that's a simple definition of it. I, I, I believe that true self-love results in you um in the appreciation and the acceptance of yourself and your whole self meaning mind body soul everything else that is uniquely you or uniquely me and so it's that authentic genuine care for one self that's what i think self-love is
0: great so um ladies how do you practice
4: um self-love uh, shall we start with keisha i i don't know what it is and i'm just trying to understand from that definition what does that encompass in, in is it what i i can't tell from that definition what what that what self-love actually means is it just always making sure i'm happy um and not letting people get me down or is it about mindfulness or exercise and diet i mean i've been, is it everything what I don't quite get what self-love means or why you would need it. I mean, why would you not? I mean, you're
1: you
2: are you. It could mean love?
1: anything, actually. So, <laughs> Guys, remember, I guess
2: you're talking to someone who is like, what's the fuss about with love? So just remember when you're talking to Keisha, she's coming from that perspective, which is always interesting. So I was like, I can't wait to hear what she has to say about self-love. She's like, yeah,
4: I, I do it already. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, but I don't get it. Like, what, what is it?
1: What, what's the big deal? Well, it could mean anything actually, as in, is I guess from what I understand, well, I'm hijacking the question now for me is self-love is just the way to Ensure that Rashida internally and externally is okay. How to kind of you find it for me? I try to kind of find what makes me happy, and I just do those things. Make sure sometimes I put myself first. Yes, sometimes, many times you're like, "Oh, you shouldn't be selfish. Put other people first But I feel like self love is putting yourself first, knowing when to put yourself first, and then putting yourself first in those situations. Yeah. I agree.
2: I mean, I, I, I talk about it, I see self love as being about your emotional well being. So for me, it's kind of like how do you balance yourself emotionally that as life throws stuff at you, you're, you're, you're emotionally fast. stable, you're emotionally okay, you're emotionally well. We talk a lot about physical health. Self love is about building up your emotional well being and your emotional energy. Um, you know, sometimes people feel drained, tired, physically. You can also do the same emotionally. Um, and so for me, when I think about how do I practice self-love, it is a couple of things. One is sense-checking my emotional well-being. It's about removing things around me that can drag me down emotionally. It's about mm-hmm. recognizing things that will trigger me into a negative space and counterbalancing that. It's about encouraging positivity into my life and Removing things that are negative away from my life, it starts from really understanding myself and understanding that my happiness is my responsibility. You guys know how I am about pro-choice, but it's also about putting in steps to make sure that well-being is always in a good state, you know, or or knowing when to reach out when I need help with my emotional well-being. So that's kind of how I see it. It's, It's really the fundamental of how you make yourself happy and joyful, regardless of what's going on around you.
4: But doesn't that yeah. come with emotional intelligence and age? As we go through life, we learn a bit more about the people around us and ourselves and adjust accordingly. I,
3: I, I would uh, I, I would definitely agree with that. It, it definitely comes with emotional maturity and, and with age. But because there's no limit and there's no time frame on when you become emotionally mature, you might find someone who's, you know, to, to sort of use numerics and use numbers someone who is very emotionally um mature and aware and they're like 20 and then you might get someone who hasn't you know got to that stage and they might be like a 40 year old Mm. Um, i think the the everything that's been said i would definitely echo and agree with and i think what that's showing to us in the conversation is that self-love is not just one thing And like Crystal said, it's definitely different things to different people, but I agree with everything and every facet that everyone's touched on. I think for me, I keep it really simple. It's a regard for one's own happiness and happiness, even with that, gosh, there is fulfillment, there's all sorts of stuff. So it's like another definition that we could even get into. But I think it's that authentic care for oneself or regard for your own happiness. If you do that in terms of putting yourself first and stuff like that, definitely.
0: Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And I agree with everything everyone has said about um, it's it's about taking care of yourself and being and being aware of what your limits are. Um, And I mean, when it comes to people as well, knowing people that trigger you staying away from people that trigger you staying away from people who may make you do things that you usually don't do or things that will hurt you for me for me at the moment i think also um also every stage in life um self love might look different for every season of life so at the moment in this season for me self love is about taking care of my body making sure i'm eating right and whatever makes me happy because obviously we're going through a We're in a pandemic, we're going back into another lockdown. So it's mentally and physically just making sure that I'm taking care of me in this season. Next season, it might look different. Also, in this season, for me, self love is staying away, staying away from online dating. But for someone else, for someone else, for someone else, this might be the season to actually go back to online dating or Take the plunge and do online dating. So yeah, self love is different for everyone. Okay. Can I just say
2: very quickly on the online dating thing? You know, because I think that is such a difficult experience. Um, online dating and practicing self love is really critical when you are oh, yeah. going through online dating. I I, I almost mm. kind of feel like anybody that goes on online dating. I was advising a friend of mine. I said to her that just remember that the person on the other side does not know you. So whatever they do is not a reflection of you. It's more about them. And that is so important to keep in mind when you go through, because it's really, it's like a cattle market. So you cannot go into it with that kind of sense that, oh, they've rejected me. No, they don't know you. <laughs> and, and that's you need a what
1: cloak I, of positivity around you.
2: You said these, into that. There is an expression I like to say, and I actually had this on my bed post for a long time, but oftentimes you are not set aside, you are set apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is such a powerful way to look at things when so the love hits you.
4: Hey, strong
2: really words. Thanks. Thanks, Ruby um, So,
0: <laughs> this word self love has been going out around for a while now. And as we said, there is no exact definition of self love. But there is a history um, of self-love, so I just want to briefly uh, uh, talk about the history. So um, although it seems like it's a new trend, it was actually first promoted in the 1930s by the Beat Generation and their uh, literary movement. After the World War II, societies began promoting peace and love to help generate positive energy. So that was in the 1930s. And then um, in the early 19th century, feminist movement, as well as promoting equality, also suggested to women that they should recognize their self-worth through the knowledge of acceptance and self-love. Then in the 1970s, in the community of color in the USA, Uh, The Black Power Movement used the slogan, black is beautiful, as a way for African Americans to throw off the mantle of predominantly white beauty norms. And um, this form of self-love and empowerment during the 70s was a way for African Americans to combat the stigma against their natural hair texture, which was and still is largely seen as unprofessional in the modern workplace and then more recently with the emergence of social media um, self-love has been created um, for to promote uh, mental health awareness um, in order to end the stigma surrounding mental health and to address self-love positively rather than uh, negatively so that's kind of how it's come through through the years and I guess we're hearing more about it now than we did previously because of social media and how everyone is trying to combat uh mental health so um talking about um trying to um trying to see self love um positively rather than neg- negatively um erusi what's the difference would you say between self love and
3: narcissism narcissism um self-love, like, like I said, is, you know, love of yourself or regard for your own happiness, which I think everybody um, should have. I think everybody should have that for themselves. Perhaps maybe on the other end of the spectrum might be if you don't take care and not with the right motives or intention, you become self-absorbed, which is often a trait of narcissism. So I think the key to getting it right, to staying on the positive side, if you like, of self-love is about balance. So should you care for yourself? Yes, definitely. Should you strive for happiness in yourself? Definitely. Should you celebrate yourself? Yes. However, should you become obsessed with yourself and your achievements that it becomes who you are and all you are and all you talk about? I would say no. So I think for me, it's about balance. Should you have regard for your own happiness? Definitely. But you know don't take it to the extreme whereby it's, it's all consuming and you're all obsessed and it, it could, you know, be doing the dance with narcissism. So I think it's about balance, really.
1: I have a question then. Sometimes it could, as a like question, a comment maybe, is in your quest for self-love, you've been at situations where you've, done yourself self-hatred now you're starting to choose yourself choose your mental health and your physical health over everything else someone else that has more or less benefited from your self-loathing days might perceive you as narcissist because that terrible behavior they benefited from is no longer available to them and they'll be like oh russi is no longer available she's such a selfish friend she's such a bad friend but I guess I feel like it depends on whose point of view you are assessing the self-love from, that it could be classified as self-love or narcissism.
3: Yeah, 100%, 100%. You know, if someone's benefited from um, a lifestyle, so not even with self-love, so if someone's benefited from you having no boundaries, for example, which is some of the things I coach people around, no boundaries and you're always there 24-7 available for them. As soon as you start to instigate boundaries and say, actually, no, this time is precious or you know, only go so far, et cetera, they will feel aggrieved. They will feel like, yeah. oh, "What well, it's changed. But, yeah, exactly. you know, you have to, in that sense, this goes back to, I think, Crystal, you might've said, or perhaps even you said, Rashida, you, you know, putting yourself first, then you go yeah. in this equation. Actually, I'm going to choose, I'm going to prioritize myself as yeah. an act of self-love.
1: Yeah. And it has to be an intentional choice so that when you're um, being attacked or questioned by these people that benefited from the self-loathing, you're firm in your commitment to your self-love to yourself. Did that make sense? Self-love to yourself.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You're committed to your self-love to yourself. And I think it just reminds me of, you know, Disco Diva. I think it was, you know, it's a Gloria gainer. I am what I am and what I am needs no explaining or excuses there are some people that won't get what higher self what change you're trying to instigate in your life for your benefit and it might come across as that but I think depending on the nature of the relationship if there is depth to that relationship and there's the opportunity to have this course and say you know this is what's happening for me and these are the changes I'm making hopefully if that relationship is one that is healthy there will be the understanding but some people would just be like ah she's all about herself now she's all about you know, because it doesn't serve them anymore. Yeah. Uh, and you'll have to choose, you know, and yeah. make that choice with, with who wins out. Do you win? Or, you know, at the other end of the spectrum, is it people yeah. pleasing pleasing the people around me Exactly to get that win? Exactly. And I guess in the quest for self-love,
1: you realize lots of relationships and friendships and interactions get cut off along the way. And you should be unapologetic about cutting the dead weight. So to speak. If it is totally. dead weight,
3: definitely. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, so moving on, um, it's easy for us to love ourselves when we're in a good place, or if we we've overcome our demons. But what would you say, Arusi, to someone who isn't um, in that space yet? Some who rather, someone who rather than practicing self love is actually practicing self loathing and self hate. What okay. would you say to that person?
3: I think for, for starters, with everything that we're talking about, let's just be clear that there are no quick fixes, that these things are more oven than they are microwave. And w- what I mean by that is there's no quick fix to becoming, you know, and again, another one becoming the best version of ourselves or to start loving ourselves overnight. And I think everyone can start from somewhere. And I think a good place to start is with forgiveness, you know, can you forgive yourself for not knowing any better? Can you forgive yourself for knowing but still not doing any better? And I think when you begin that process of trying to move from a place of, you know, oh, I hate myself or self-loathing or whatever it is for you now, I think the the starting point is forgiveness because I I, I think um, when you you if you can almost See yourself as you would see someone else outside of you and say, That person did this at this point in time and I forgave them. But can you do that for yourself? I think that's the first step to starting to move the dial towards a place of self love. I think because the danger of unforgiveness is the guilt, the self loathing, both of them are self sabotaging. And you can't coexist with yourself trying to do self love and on some place, or maybe to a greater extent, you are absolutely hating yourself, and there's self-loathing. So, I think the first step for anybody who wants to start a practice of saying, you know, I I could accept and appreciate myself more than I'm doing now, or call it self-love, whatever you want to, to, to name it, is to really start from a place of forgiveness.
0: That's so good, and I I liked uh, what you said about. Um, it's not being uh, a quick fix Um, and yes because we we even even all of us it seems like we're all practicing self-love but we also have down days when we're not practicing self-love and we're like I don't want to get out of bed this I don't want to get out of bed today and so we should always be I guess kind to ourselves on our down days and know that not all days you know will be good and also if we're as you said if if you're if you're if you've been living in this world where you've, you you don't love yourself and you've made mistakes then it's just one step at a time you just do one thing one thing for yourself today one thing for yourself tomorrow and you get there so thank you that 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 was a really good uh, answer
3: so i know i said you know starting point is forgiveness and i know that, not, that if you have thyroid
1: eye disease and the bags under your eyes are looking more like purses
3: it might be time to discover another treatment option. To learn more, visit TreatMyTed.com. That's TreatMyTed.com. That might not be easy. And I go back to um, part of Crystal's question was saying about, you know, if you're, you're wrestling with your demons, etc. And so demons for everyone's different. It might represent your weaknesses, poor choices, or your past if you can do something about your demons, like go to therapy, get the help you need, do that so you can move on with your life. So I know for some forgiveness might be easier said than done. And I just wanted to obviously caveat and add that, that, you know, there is the opportunity to, to get that work done with a counsellor and someone who's trained through therapy, not coaching, um, to, to just get that done so that you get to this place where you you can start your journey of, you know, Practicing self-love, which for me means self-acceptance and understanding that you are separate from your actions and your 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 qualities. So yeah, that's that's what I wanted to add to that.
1: I like so good, so good. I like your point about therapy as well. Because for me, my personal journey towards self-love started with, I think, like nine months of therapy. And as most of my friends know, I'm an advocate for therapy. Speak to somebody. Who is not emotionally invested in you? Who is a trained professional to give you those hard and tough questions that you have to face? And yeah, um, exactly.
0: Can I just, um, can I just ask Arusi, for those who don't know, what is the difference
3: between uh, therapy and coaching? Very good. And that's an awesome question that I always, anyone who comes to me says, oh, I want to work with you as a coach. I always have an initial conversation with them just so that I'm clear that we're on the same page. So therapy, counseling, all of that, people use these language interchangeably. It is about where therapy and your counseling might be backward looking. Why did this happen in the past? And why have you had these patterns, etc.? That's fine. And they delve into the whys and the hows and everything that occurred in the past. Coaching is very much about the present and about the future. So where are you right now and where is it you're trying to get to? And so they're quite different and we really need to, you know, we need, we need to be careful um, as professionals. If you're offering a service as a coach to make Mm -hmm. sure you are clear what the individual is looking for. And so um, I like that you said, Rashida, that you had spent some time in therapy and, and done the work and you know, before you started looking into anything to do with coaching. And I would really advise that because some people do genuinely need to sort of reconcile and understand what has happened in the past so that they know where they are and they can, you know, start to cast a vision for where they want to be in the future. And so it's two different things. So a coach can't definitely counsel you. They're not qualified to do that and shouldn't. Um, a counselor could possibly coach, but you can't do the other way around. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I explained that clearly, but you yeah. did. You did. No, you did. Yeah, the have can... gestures,
1: kind of made it clearer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> thanks,
0: <laughs> thanks, <laughs>
4: Sarah.
0: Thanks for clearing that up, Perisi, Because uh, yeah, some people might, some people might actually need therapy, but they might go to a coach. But I guess a good coach would then say, you need to do the work. You need to do that before you come to me. So yeah, that's really good. Um, so, um, Arusi, what advice would you give to a mother who is with, uh, who has children, single or not, single mother or not, um, about practicing self-love? Because we all know that um, as, uh, mothers with young children, it's really hard to find time for yourself because you're focused on your children. Um, for a very long time, probably till they're 18, you're running after them, making sure they're okay. Um, what advice would you give uh, to mothers about practicing self-love?
3: Can I just say, like, you know, we, we, we don't celebrate mothers enough. I'm not a mom, but we don't do that enough. We shouldn't wait till Mother's Day to, you know, celebrate them for all the amazing work that they do. But to mothers, anybody else, I would say, single mother or not, any individual, I would just say, you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't mm-hmm. pour from an empty cup. And so, and also what you don't value, you don't prioritize. Mm-hmm. And so what that means is you need to create the space and time where you can just be yourself. I know it's hard. I know there's things that need to be done, etc. But you need to say, I'm no good to anybody. If worst case scenario, I'm dead, you know, from stress, from everything that it takes to, to give of yourself, to serve your family. And so knowing that it's not even an optional item now of ah, do I even have time to rest? You know, it's more I need this, this is important and this is valuable for sustainability for my long-term well-being. I need to create the space and time so that I can I can have that rest, that I need that. And you know, if you're a mom of little children or, or even children who are grown, it's a, it's, it's, I would encourage them to, to have communication, to say, you tell them this time you'll be with daddy, uncle, whoever, you're going to be with the nanny so mommy can have me time. And you can share with them what that me time means. And maybe even encourage them if it's younger children these days now to have me time for themselves without their devices. And that that is what I would say. I, I, I really strongly think you know you can't pour from an empty cup and what you don't value you do not prioritize if you value me time and the importance of it like i said in terms of your overall long-term well-being you need to prioritize it and schedule it from six to six thirty or whatever don't disturb me don't whatever it is because that is mommy's me time that is that is the sacred space if you like yeah that's Can really I good add something Sounds great yeah wow.
1: So I was funny enough this week I walked into WH Smith and I found the book by Chimamanda, Dear EJ Awele, A Feminist Manifesto in 15 Seconds. And one thing she wrote in the book was like, it's a book she wrote to her friend on how to raise a feminist daughter. But one of the things I've just read in the book, which kind of would be some sort of self love to mothers is um, be kind to yourself ask for help and expect to be helped and there's nothing there's no such thing as superwoman and most mothers as we imagine our mother's work work is never done so you just have to remember all the time that you it's okay to ask for help and that could be a way of showing yourself cutting yourself some slack yeah,
0: thanks Rashida yeah.
1: no, that's really that's really good you're welcome <laughs> as in my spontaneous buy for the week has come handy.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, fe- I feel, she's, I feel... Still, she's throwing shade at me, but <laughs> no, let me I'd like to explain that because I think if we had a conversation a few weeks ago over and over again, and I told her that I'm banning myself from buying any new books because I have about 20 unread books. And this week, I walked into WH Smith and bought the book. And I was so happy to share with her. that look, 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 I bought this book about Chimamanda. And lovely Crystal was like, I thought you said you were not buying books. And I was like, but it's just five pounds. And she's like, no, 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 don't buy any books. Can you see how that has helped me? <laughs> all I'm going to say is she was just <laughs> keeping you honest. You could That's have borrowed
4: I, the book from a library.
1: She was keeping you honest. To the, the <laughs> Online library video. She is keeping me honest. I'm That's very all. Sensitive. So. And appreciative of that, but sometimes I'm practicing self love by forgiving myself, breaking <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, a commitment uh, to myself. Uh, okay, uh, whatever.
2: Here can we go.
1: Thank you,
3: thank you, Ribby, for being on my side. I'm just saying. Uh-huh anyway <laughs> I, I i think I, I think you know on both sides there crystal could have a you know crystal you could definitely work as an accountability coach we <laughs> have accountability coaches you know and uh, work alongside um rashida helping her with this um spontaneous and um, compulsive buying
1: books <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
3: But but, it's
1: justified. It is justified because I was able to drop some Chimamanda gems for you guys. Cheetah,
2: you you don't need
1: to be defensive, you know. You bought
2: it, own it. It's cool,
1: right? I do own it, but sometimes I'm owning it, but I get I feel like I have to explain it further to you guys because anyway I think when you are finished a, reading the book just share it with the rest of i you. will and since i've still reading chimamanda's books i'm transcending to a higher plane oh gosh can we please just okay. move on i'm
2: tired if i hear yes. chimamanda
1: again i will just thank you i love chimamanda actually
0: Go Amanda
1: feminist. We love Before you. you
0: her. <laughs> let for you Moving on. This is a question for all of us. What is the best way to practice self-love when we are feeling heartbro- heartbroken or dealing with
4: a breakup? So who wants to go first? Keisha. Okay, if, if you insist. I do insist. <laughs> Um, The best way to practice self-love is to have an understanding that your heart is not going to get over the person immediately. And once you have an understanding that that's how that's just going to work, then you throw yourself back into all the things you used to do before you spent your time with the heartbreaker. Twe. Yes. Die, heartbreaker. Wow. And, and... Get back into the rhythm of life. Um, think positive thoughts. No, it's not about you. Relationships are a two-way street. Um, everybody brings their good and their bad into it. So honestly, a relation, the end of a relationship is no big thing. It's,
1: but I hear you say that, but the truth is we've all been here before and all of those words you're saying to someone who is heartbroken, you're just like yeah, 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 yeah.
4: No, but that's what nah. I'm saying. You need to acknowledge the fact that you're heartbroken. Once you I think the problem is we don't acknowledge we're heartbroken and then we just go on being fagged. No, you are sad. Yes, I am unhappy. This has happened to me. I don't, I can't yet process it. I am unhappy. And then all the things you didn't, because when we get into a relationship, we tend to make space for that person. So now you have a space that you need to fill. So to fill that space, as I said, I'm giving practical wisdom here. You go back to <coughs> the things that you used to do before the heartbreaker, I regain, I fit, can a bit and then you, okay. know, you get back with your friends, you do activities, you do new things, and then over time, it's not it's not immediate, it's not yes. meant to be immediate. I don't know why okay. you think you have heartbreak and you'll be okay. Mm-mm. You are not meant to be okay. That person okay. was part of your life. Thank you, okay, Keisha. can I can I go
0: can I go next, please? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna tell you how I practice uh, self-love, but I would say go to New Orleans. Get a
3: voodoo doll. Yeah. Call his name on it and stab it. In Stab him in the heart. Woo! I'm a great film. I'm
2: a I'm a so he can feel
0: that pain but jokes aside the way i practice um self-love is talking i need to talk and talk to my friends and what i need to tell my friends and what i need my friends to say back to me which is what they do is that guy was trash he was horrible we hate him we're gonna kill him and i'm like yeah and you know sometimes i just need to cry but for me um, the way I practice self-love is by talking about it. I just need to get it out of my system. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. me. Yeah, I think my approach. I think everybody has their way of dealing with a breakup. Yeah, and I think that, and I think it is also depending on one's personality. So when when I go through a breakup. I actually with, withdraw because it's mm. it, it takes a lot out of me. And mm. so I, I actually don't like to talk about it. If I ever call somebody and, and start talking about it, it's when I have processed the experience and I'm able to come to terms with it. So I do agree with Keisha in the sense that you mm. have to face it because something has ended and endings have a, a toll and you have to recognize that something has, has ended. So I I actually kind of, enjoy. I don't know whether the word is enjoy, but I invest time in myself to get back to that state of emotional well-being because you will you will mourn the loss you will question why could i have done something different you would stab him with the voodoo doll you go through all of that you know and but i like to do that by myself because maybe maybe because it's the introvert in me that kind of does it that way Mm -hmm. introvert yes introverts i can explain it to you later but i am an introvert (laughs) um and so And then later on, I am able to talk to people about it. I can then say, "This happened, that happened." And actually, at that point, I don't care whether my friend says he's a bastard or it was your fault. You know, I actually don't care because I've processed it. But me talking about it is acceptance that it is over, and then I start to move forward. And when Mm -hmm. I move forward, I move forward. Good. And and then then and then then I'm able to embrace you know life. But it, it really is about understanding how do you accept that it's over? And Mm. how do you find ways to move forward, which takes time and needs a support system? But the one thing I always say, and I think Arusa, you touched up on it, is whatever you do, be kind to yourself. Yeah. Generous with yourself, treat yourself, reward yourself. That's not the time that I'm looking at my diet or whatever. That's the time I will really indulge and look for things to give me you know make me feel good and mm-hmm. I have no apologies
1: about that That's good it's mm-hmm. good R- yeah. Rashida, Rashida. For, me, for me is if I'm heartbroken I'll talk about it with my nearest and dearest for a short while and then that's it with talking I'm more of a writer and journaler journaler mm-hmm. so I have journals well I think most times eventually I go back and rip out the pages but I have journals where i'm just writing letters to the person i'm like you idiot you bitch you witch you all of (laughs) this you bastard yeah i just write exactly how i feel as if if that person was right in front of me the exact things i would say you weren't
0: that good in bed anyways (laughs) your dick
2: dick is tiny (laughs) wow There is a guy somewhere walking with Kilek because Crystal stabbed him in the
1: voodoo doll. Thing. <laughs> ah, I'm afraid. Yep. yep. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the letters, as in the journals, as in so I have entries. Sometimes, quite recently, I looked back at one of my journals and this was something I'd written when I was, I think, 24 to some Ooh. guy. And I laughed, but I just remember the emotion I felt beh- when I was writing those things. And I guess once I write down, it's just very um, soothing. And I must be, I must, um, be honest. There's some things I'd write down that even after writing down, I'd feel ashamed to even reread it or even tell, I wouldn't be able to tell my friends or anything. So for me, the pages of the journal is free for all, write every single thing you want to write down. That's good. Yeah. And That's then also one of the other times when I was really, really sad, I went on a two-week holiday and it was just food, drink, food, drink, food, drink, food, drink. And I just immersed myself in this alternative holiday world. And I came back and it just didn't seem as bad, but I guess yeah, holiday eating and sunshine does help.
0: Nice. But wait.
1: I haven't heard anybody say anything about eating chocolate and crying and listening to sad songs. I, I was going to talk about um, that. I think that's teenage territory. Actually, no, because Crystal would kind of attest to my obsession with boys to men at some point there were some boys to men albums i listened to on repeat while writing down i'm like and yeah but yeah so yeah i think boys to men helped me on many a heartbroken times actually i can give you some particular songs if you want see me at (laughs) the I'll tell you what songs you need. Anyway, um, Erusi, any thoughts on uh, our comments,
3: and also, what do you do? How do you practice
0: self-love when you're dealing with heart heartbreak?
3: Yeah, no, I agree with pretty much what everyone's been saying. <laughs> Uh Just a little bit for me, Rashida. The, the listening to what is me music. I've been there, done that. I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> listening to sad love songs, and then I'm but, curled up in the fetal position. Why? a Why? I don't want to do it anymore.
1: I think helps. You know that um <clears throat> um that song. I hate you so much right now. Oh
4: yeah. You okay. should listen to
1: it on full on full volume with headphones. Honestly, it helps. <laughs>
3: I hate you, Khalees. So much, Kaleesh. right now. <laughs> and need sometimes she screams,
1: ah! ah! <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that, that song so helps. Imagine you running sang. on the treadmill in the gym with that song uh, on. My... No, that would be good, running on the treadmill. I hate you so much right
0: now. Ah!
2: Amazing. You're welcome. You're welcome. But doesn't that suggest that, oh, I don't know, a different stress for different strokes. Let me leave it at that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm curious to hear you actor, Doesn't that suggest? No, I just think that it
2: really just depends on what's happened with the relationship. Yeah. Relationships True. end for so many reasons. True. Sometimes yes. it's because oh, you right. reached an impasse. And uh-huh. it's not about the person has done me wrong, you know? So yeah. I mean, it just
4: depends. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. No, but, totally. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And I have and to say, know. I don't subscribe to this thing that it's always the guy that's done you wrong. I also honestly speak that it's a two-way thing. Some, mm-hmm. j- sometimes you allow things to happen to you and you need to take ownership of that. You, yeah. if, if somebody you do. has done you wrong and you allow them to do it without being able to stick up for yourself and then you now turn around and say that person did something to you yes yes i agree but
0: when you're in that moment that is not your thought you're just i'm sad my heart is broken but when you process later on you can see okay maybe it was my fault maybe i did this wrong but in that in the thick of it you're not
2: thinking i did wrong you're just sad
4: yeah, yeah. and sometimes emotions defy
2: logic. Remember, emotions defy logic. I emotions don't, don't care about not, whose fault okay. it is. If you're feeling bad, you're feeling bad, whether you caused it or you didn't cause it. Exactly. When you're in that emotional
4: I, state, when you're in that emotional state, define logic. Logic is logic.
2: No, 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 no. Emotions. If you're feeling sad about something, you're feeling sad, and feelings are valid. Sometimes you cannot. <laughs> you cannot define it you can process it later and say oh okay i this is what happened but when you are in the when you are in the zone of those feelings nobody will come and say okay well the reason why you're feeling this is because you allowed it
1: and you just you're like shut up that's not what i need today away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah yeah i get that that i totally get it.
1: yeah right eruci please <laughs> no i was going to talk, before... talk too much let eruci speak please oh, she was about
3: to speak <laughs> Please, Erusi. nobody interrupt her, you please. Lot, you lot are a hoot. I am having <laughs> such a great time on talking singles. Right, right, woo! right. Woo, 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 okay. <laughs> um, immediately after, definitely I'm with um, on this one, be kind to yourself. Whatever that kindness looks like, again, it's about you knowing yourself. If it's a top of ice cream, if it's Netflix, if it's whatever, that immediate period after the breakup, do that. For me, I know my, you know, I'm, I just, I'm done with, I used to listen to the sad love songs and woe is me, but it it, it didn't serve me, it didn't help me, so I stopped that. So if you can, I would say do the opposite, you know, I would agree with Keisha, the practical stuff, there's been a void, there's an obvious space that has been left by this relationship that's not there. Get yourself doing things. I don't subscribe to the, you know, now I must feel it because now you're kind of deflecting and you might not do the work of addressing what went wrong or what can I learn from this and all of that stuff. But there has there, there is a, a space that's created. Do something with that, you know. I would say, you know, an easy thing is definitely go where you're loved because obviously you're dealing with rejection. Someone doesn't love me. So definitely if the embrace of friends and family is where you're going to affirm yourself again and feel more like yourself and get people to remind you of how wonderful and how amazing you are, then it might, you know, be selfish, but do that because that's what you need at that point. So for everybody it will be different, Um, definitely. And when it comes to the place of, um processing like everyone's talked about it's really making sure you are painting a realistic picture of what actually went down so what you know what actually happened with regards to the relationship you know and taking ownership of the stuff they did the stuff you did all of that for real what was it really like not it was so great and it's rose tinted glasses and we know it really wasn't um just to have a real honest assessment of it. If it didn't work, what did I learn for, for it from it? And what can I, you know, take forward with my future? But the knee jerk immediate reaction, I would say is be kind to yourself because you have suffered a blow. You have suffered something that has affected your confidence that hasn't gone the way you wanted to go and all of that stuff. So I would say definitely be kind to yourself, whatever kindness looks like to you. Right.
0: And I also, um, there's something that someone, I I think I read it somewhere, but exercise, even if it's just going for a walk, but just getting your, your body moving just does something to you mentally. And also, for example, say you're walking fast or you're running, your heart rate goes up and it really, I can attest that it
1: really, really does help. So yeah, get your body moving
0: yeah or dance
1: (laughs) you get the instagram likes again win-win
3: yeah Yeah. you can show him look at me dude yeah (laughs) but there's definitely something about exercise exercise definitely works for me it's one of my survival strategies in this pandemic definitely so yes i would i would you know for the happy hormones endorphins or whatever you get from all of this kind of exercise please you know if that's what it looks like for you do that okay that sounds good so the last 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 question is
0: um how do us singletons as we're all talking single here uh how do how would you advise us to practice self-love especially being single without uh being in a relationship or in a relationship say irisi
3: oh you picked me crystal i was gonna wait this one out you know no 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 you're the expert. this
0: is you (laughs) well
3: i would i would definitely say you know it starts from everything because i like that the prefix of all what we said self-love and all of the stuff it's about self so really know yourself um and what works for you you know in a space of going back to the last question about breakups and what would you do friends, family might recommend things and they just, you try it on for size and it doesn't really work for you. It's not you. So again, in talking about how you want to practice self-love as a singleton, it's knowing yourself and knowing, well, what am I, you know, I'm, I'm single. Am I happy in that space? Am I ready to date? If not, what would dating look like? Maybe have a dating manifesto, but it all comes from a place of knowing yourself and what kind of love you want in your life and what romantic love would look like and what, put that aside, what is loving myself at this age, at this stage, like for me? And I think it's that genuine, authentic care and regard for yourself first. And at risk of quoting RuPaul on Drag Race, if you ain't going to love yourself, who is going to, (laughs) or whatever he ends his show with. But Mm. I think it's that really knowing that, you know, this is me and this is who I am. And that genuine care for, for yourself, mind, body, soul, and all of that, whether you're choosing to be by yourself or you're actively dating to meet someone, I think it starts with knowing yourself and then what you want for yourself. What's the right fit for me? So it's that genuine care for yourself, whatever lifts you up, mind, body, and soul, do just that. Yeah.
1: And also as a single woman, one thing I've learned how to love myself is when to just block and delete this random single men that just try and put like this negativity mm. in my life as in, I'm very, very um, protective of my inner peace and happiness and contentment because there's so many men that will come in and just be like, you're so picky or can you cook? Can you do all of these random, you terrible things? and for me, that's... Uh-oh! Oh, it's rapid fire time!
0: Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. And as um Erusi is our guest today, she's going to be asking us the rapid fire questions. So, go, Erusi.
3: Good, good, good. All right, I'll ask the questions to... Two questions, but everyone has a go at it. So, we'll start this first one off with... Keisha, what's the nicest thing you've said to yourself this week?
4: Ooh, go girl. You got this. <laughs> <laughs> woo, woo,
3: woo. like it. All right, next. Uh,
2: Ribby. Uh, you are looking amazing in those jeans. Woo.
1: <laughs> All right. And Rashida. This morning, actually, I called myself a queen. I was like, Rashida, you're a queen. Woohoo
3: very nice and last but not least crystal i have all these cards and stuff
0: um in my living room and one of them the first one i see in the morning is
3: queen of awesomeness that's
0: you Mm-mm. yes all oh, right yes yes, yes.
3: yes. <laughs> good stuff good stuff and um how about you Rusi? what's the nicest thing you said to yourself I think this week I helped a friend with something, and I thought to myself, "You are a good friend." Yeah, oh, that's, so that's nice. a, that was a nice thing
1: to say to me. I thought, that's you are nice. Yeah, I like you're a too. good friend.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, second question, because it's rapid fire. Uh, it's gonna go to Ribby first. What's the biggest compliment you could give yourself in this season? And I asked that because of COVID season, pandemic land. So what's sure. the biggest compliment you could give yourself? It, it's a simple one, but I think it, it really means a lot to me, which is that you are worth it and you are enough. Mm. Oh, wow. Powerful. Mm. Very nice. positive affirmation. Nice. Um, mm. Next, can we go to Crystal for the, for the question? Uh, for me,
0: it's you are doing really well. That's it for me. I'm um, Positive
3: yeah. affirmation? Yep.
4: Good, 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 and Keisha. Um, to, I, I have it, it's a bit random, but pulse because I've been doing pilates, and every time I drag myself up in the morning, and the woman says pulse, and I actually pulse. It's a compliment to me, thank you. Pulse. pulse. All
3: right, all right, pulse. good, good, good. It's cool. your context, and you understand it. All right. That's right. And Rashida, you go. Biggest compliment you can give yourself in this season.
1: Is I guess from sometimes with all this pandemic and blah, blah, blah going on, you just, I sometimes I forget how amazing I am. So every ever so often I'm like, actually, Rashida, you are amazing. You are doing good. So, so if you I notice see. many times when oh, I well write gone. letters or cards to friends, I always write amazing because in my world, that's the biggest compliment, compliment, the best
3: adjective I could use. That's so all great. Right. That's so great. And um, biggest um, compliment for the pandemic for myself, I would say is you survived every one of those crazy days. You're still here.
0: Amazing. Nice. That's so good. Nice. That's really good. So we have come to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, Arusi. It's been so much fun. It's been amazing. You've been one of our best guests. I must Yeah, oh, thank you
3: Le- it's been my pleasure i've had such a great time i haven't laughed this much you know (laughs) at the start of a day in ages so thank you thank you so
1: much you're gonna have an amazing day yeah Yeah. so um if you would like
0: to follow erusi on instagram it is auntie roo uh which is a-u-t-y-r-o-o if you'd like to inquire about coaching with Erusi, you can DM her on uh, Instagram or you can email her on ruzi1892 at gmail.com and Ruzy is spelled R-U-Z-Y um, or you can email her on her website, which is www.coacharusi.com Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned something. Keep practicing self love. And if you love our podcast, please show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on Apple Podcasts. Thank you and bye everybody.
4: Bye. Bye. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Talking Single podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To continue the conversation, be sure to follow us on Instagram with the handle at singletalkspodcast. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter with the handle Talking Single. We are downloadable on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a great review and of course share with your family and friends would love to hear from you so leave us your comments or questions and do remember to tag us on any post with hashtag single talks take care and see you next week same time same place bye